Blog Talk Radio. Around, around here in Billings, anyway. That's great. And this is Matt. Hi. And I, I also Hi, go by Sarge. 
There's a there's a lot of Matts in the world. My yeah. last name's Sargent, so I go by Sarge a lot as well. But uh, I, yeah, I've been I've been working with Bob for quite a while. We've been working on this project for a little what just just about a year right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. That's correct. So. All right, cool. Well, thank you for the introduction. Um, now, do you want to get us started with our questions? Sure. Um, let's see. The first question. Uh, which of your zombie sex bar characters are, and uh, which of the zombie sex bar characters are present of the two dozen that you seem to have on the show? <laughs> okay, uh, because we have a, a limited budget, uh, each one of us has to play three or four uh, characters. Um, as Bob, I play Bob of Bob's Republic, which is a uh, not much of a stretch because I just play myself. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I also play a young man um, uh, by the name of, uh, of uh, what's my name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm afraid that uh, my name is Shrink Wrap. Uh, Shrink Wrap is a character that um, uh, we're, we're also developing for a, a separate TV series. Uh, uh, it's an older man that escapes from a, uh, a nursing home and is taken in by his uh, godson, but the godson requires uh, him to be acceptable to the other roommates, and the only way he can do that is by converting him into a, uh, a rap singer uh, that's uh, uh, suffering from the, uh, the, the uh, geriatric sim- uh, symptoms. Um, <laughs> And Marfan syndrome, and uh, some various other things. So he's a young man, but he he looks old because of genetic defects. Um, so those are the two major characters. Do I have any other characters I play? You play uh, you play the younger version of you and the older version of you as well. Yeah, um, <laughs> there is some time discrepancy in the show as well. Yeah, we we the the, the plot uh, goes over uh, seventy years. So uh, there's there's older tests. Or Alder Cuss. Uh, uh is a, a Vril alien who's uh, manufactured by a, a, a bioprinter. So his mother's a bioprinter, and he's manufactured so the, the, the aliens can invade Earth using human replicas. And he invades Earth with uh, Oxymoronicus, which is okay. played by Matt Sargent, and Oxymoronicus uh is actually uh, has to play the part of a Neanderthal man, but he's actually captured in New York City. Uh, but uh, the Vril really like uh, primitive uh, human beings, so they prefer Neanderthals. So he he has to play that part. However, I'm going to let you go over to Kirk, and Kirk is going to tell you his his characters. Mostly, I just grip and do a lot of camera work and get props and do other stuff. But uh, I I do play a character, Mark Sanchez. Uh, nothing to do with the football player. Uh, some people get that confused. We, we just like the name. It sounded good. <laughs> and uh, he kind of takes a – I like to kind of do like what a lot of newscasters do. I like to condescend myself a lot. I'm, I'm very eccentric. I'm always drinking and smoking cigarettes. And very out of line, I'll say one thing and then, like I said, contradict what I just said and then mix stuff up but do it in a very uh, funny way. Uh, that if you're listening, you'll, you'll get it. And then uh, I'll give it to Tara here. He's also uh, plays the part of the beer gimp. Oh yeah, which uh, carries the, the beer. 
which is a mute. So it's not, not a lot of lines for the beer game. So. Yeah, I, I don't like to play the beer game because the costume is really hot, but uh, yeah. I will dress up in a couple rubber masks and this big heavy coat and out here doing it in 70, 80 degree weather. It gets pretty hot. <laughs> and several gallon jugs of uh, bathtub beer as well. So. Okay, me, I'm the only girl they could get. So, I'm doing all the girl roles. <laughs> um, like I said, they've given me the name Rot Rack. I am the main zombie, so hopefully you'll uh-huh. see me some more in some upcoming acts coming up. Okay, we're excited for that. Yeah. Man, um, yeah, so there, there's three parts to Zombie Sex Bar. There's a prequel and a poquel, and we... <laughs> We'll call it all together the Brilogy, since it's the mm-hmm. Brill aliens that we're talking about. So the prequel is the Fall Society, and uh, I'm living in a car, which which okay. I've actually done in real life. So so okay. method, completely method. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so I play uh, a hedge fund manager that's lost all of his money. So I play that character. Mm-hmm. That character mm-hmm. evolves into somebody that's desperate for money and has to dress up as a mole man as a sideshow act to make money. And then... Uh, also, uh, genetic and drug tests uh, that you can get for science research grants and money to to uh, pay his rent. Uh, one of Kirk's characters is actually my landlord at that point, and renting out the car I live in. Uh, then, then as my character evolves, I, uh, I learned that, uh, you know, um, the, the apocalypse is upon us at this point. We're now in the second part of the story, and I'm now Zeke the Zombie Slayer, and uh, I'm known... I'm renowned for my, my killing abilities. I have a full apron available with uh, a complement of about 40 different throwing weapons. And uh, that that character uh, gets involved in uh, with shenanigans with Bob's main character for quite a while. And uh, then, then I evolve into something else that uh, we're leaving secret for now. Okay. Uh, they must be doing pretty good if it looks like two dozen actors. There's only a few of them. <laughs> yeah, I agree. We, we have two other actors that are supposed to be here today, and they we haven't they haven't showed up. So we'll we'll okay. just talk about them to maybe they'll show up at any minute. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. Okay. So Bob, you you came up with the idea of zombie sex bar, right? Uh. Well, it's a collaborative effort. But I've always found uh, Map Sergeant uh, fertile ground for planning mm-hmm. aberrant ideas. And uh, he took to zombie sex bar like a duck does to water. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's helped develop a number of the, uh, the, 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 the plots and elaborated them in ways that, that have been exciting. Um, one scene we did up on the Billings Rim, uh, and... Uh, we actually did a video that's on our website, zombiesexbar.com, mm-hmm. uh, and in that video, I'm uh, I'm escaping with the beer gimp, and uh, uh, we green screened that, and I'm wearing roller skates, and we're going down Zimmerman Trail at about 40 miles an hour, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, uh, I'm hitting rocks, and huge flames are coming up from my uh, skates. So that was a nice scene, but uh, but Matt Sargent came up with how that was to be done. So he, he's contributed a great deal to the, the project. 
I, I, I write the basic plots, but uh, everybody uh, uh, shares in elaborating the plots. Yeah, basically, uh, Bob Bob writes something, and I say, no, no, that'll never work. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I beat his idea down and scream at him, and and mm-hmm. so I like to call myself uh, what head of screen adaptation, if you will. Gotcha. <laughs> from, from the writing to to something that I think will will work and play with an audience. Right. Well, what was the motivation for developing the idea of the zombie sex bar? Uh, as you might have noticed, I've written several novels, and uh, the problem with writing novels is they uh, take a lot of time and concentration. Mm-hmm. And then my experience is that a lot of my novels have been undiscovered, uh, and it's easier to make a uh, video production where you mm-hmm. immediately get uh, you get some feedback from people, and it's right. uh, more stimulating to me. So I I, I prefer writing uh, a video. Mm-hmm. Uh, production or TV uh, type uh, uh, shows, so that's my motivation. And uh, at 63, I don't have a, I don't want to spend a lot of time writing. I want to, yeah. I want to wear roller skates. And I want to go down steep hills. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> this. Um, okay. Well, what's the main idea behind Zombie Sex Bar? Well, I. This is Bob again. I. Uh, I, I'm going to feel this uh, mainly because the other people are not objecting at this point, but they will at some point. <laughs> uh, mainly, uh, um, I think so much along storylines that I've, I've, I've been developing this storyline that goes 75 years into the future. Mm-hmm. And I base it on what's happening today. And uh, there are people living in cars. There are people that are homeless. And uh, if you project out or you extrapolate this experience, uh, either it's going to be a, a huge tragedy or it's going to be a nice satire. So mm-hmm. I wanted to take these elements and I'm going to make it as satirical as possible. Yeah. If people, uh, if our economy is going to be uh, outsourced and uh, you know downgraded, then uh, I'm afraid we've got to make the best of it and. Uh, um, we are making the best of it. We're, uh, Matt is uh, uh, living and uh, using a uh, a sports conversion van, which he's put mm-hmm. his computer in because it keeps it cooler in the winter for uh, doing the, the video production. So mm-hmm. we're making, you know, uh, if you've got a pig, you, you can't make a silk purse, but you can make a purse out of it. So that's what we're doing for yeah. our production. Yeah, I think I think we put the independent – Film industry to shame with our low low budget. <laughs> I don't I don't think anybody has anything lower. Uh, what what was the van again? Four hundred dollars for the van. Wow. <laughs> yeah, um, and the the reason it was so cheap, I, I later found out, was that uh, it it had a, a tragic history. Oh no. Uh, typically, a blue book uh, conversion van the year that I bought would be 1400 so I started questioning and we started doing some search and there's been a couple of tragic deaths associated with the conversion van so immediately we we thought well we need to start doing some uh, ghost uh, searches in the van so we're still we're still proceeding on that uh, and the van is quite unusual it's got uh, things that have been added to it that uh, don't make sense if you want to live mm-hmm. a long life. Uh, you know, you really right. want to put the exhaust pipe outside of the vehicle, not right. inside. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> oh my gosh. 
You guys will keep uh, this show in sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, so, all right. So, uh, Bob, you're the main producer and writer for the show. Uh, tell me about the special compensation plan that you've used. Well, uh, we, we t- I tried to uh, figure out what my actors would be willing to take as the lowest common denominator so I could get some work out of them. Yeah. And I found almost immediately that if I provided beer and cigarettes, that I could uh, I could get work out of my grips. And the grips were so talented, I, I found out that they, they actually had acting ability, too. So they've uh-huh. gone from lowly grips, uh, uh, transporting stuff around, uh, and now they're, they're, they're acting in the production, and they're doing a really, really good job. I uh, they deserve the best beer I can buy, and they also deserve the best cigarettes. And they, they, they like, uh, I, I don't know if I can put a brand on here, so I won't mention the brand. <laughs> sure you can. Do you buy them those sackies? <laughs> well, if they ask for that, that's, oh, it's Miller Lite was the buy of the day. It was on special <laughs> oh, okay. today at special, the store. Yeah. <laughs> We're thinking of setting up a special address where uh, your, your listeners might be able to send us uh, coupons for Camel cigarettes or Miller Lite or you know, anything <laughs> to help the production good. get through the yeah, summer. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll, we'll make All sure right. to put that on our website. Yeah. <laughs> for a good yeah. cause. That'd be a good deal for me. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so this question is for Matt. Uh, what made you decide to live an entire winter in a pre-haunted conversion van, and the story about the death connected with the van? Okay. So, uh, first of all, I, uh, I I'd watched some other shows and I saw people living in cars and I thought, you know, I could do that. And why should I wait until I'm so poor that I have to do it? I can do it right now. I, you know, why Why wait? Why wait? Why wait? Why always say, I why wait? This, <laughs> I can do this right now. I can be in the van down by the river right now. <laughs> and and so I, I went ahead and did that. Uh, Montana does get cold in the winter. And what I found is that electric blankets really help. And, and uh, they allowed me to survive through the winter. Uh, as far as it being pre-haunted, I wasn't aware of that until after surviving the winter in the van and uh, trying to fix up the van and finding a what I like to call a suicide switch uh, mm-hmm. where the exhaust actually goes into the van. <laughs> I, I don't know who put it in there, but I'm pretty sure that's related to some of the, the crazy events we, we've seen in there. We've actually uh, bought some... Um, gauss meters and things like that and we're planning uh, on filming and doing a overnight lockdown in the van where we will all be in the van locked down overnight investigating uh, this paranormal activity oh matt matt forgot to to mention one thing uh his computer uh, is is a worthy uh powerful computer that can do uh video editing 
And, uh, you know, I wouldn't allow him to, to go into the van unless he was doing actual video production. Unfortunately, the, the computer uh, has overheating heating problems, oh, yeah. so that's why he put it in the van. Uh, the, the Montana winter is cold enough that mm -hmm. he could actually do video production in there because of the colder temperatures. Yeah, I've, I've actually upgraded it for the summer, uh, so it'll, it'll actually survive the summer as well now. All right. Okay. Well, you you said if I wanted to, Bob, I could direct my questions to some of your main characters. For instance, Space Pimp, Rotrack, Bob of Bob's Republic, Freezer Burn, and Frostbite, Zeke the Zombie Slayer, and your rap newbie, Shrink Rap. Would any of them like to speak to me directly? Uh, luckily, uh, uh, this involves some rather sophisticated technology. Mm -hmm. And it's only because of our, our contact with a superior alien species, the Vril, that we have a, uh, a white hole-enabled Internet connection. So it's going to take me a second, not long, to make that connection. So it's gonna, uh, once we have that, you'll be able to talk directly to the characters who exist 75 years in the future. Does that sound okay to you? Yeah, that sounds really cool. All right, here goes. All right, all right. Bob, how's it going? The Space Pants. How's it going today, Bob? It's going okay, uh, Stacy. Uh um, t t tell us what uh, a space pimp like you uh, does on a daily basis. What, what, what is your uh, modus operandi? Oh, man, I'm just finding the ladies. The ladies always love coming home with me tonight. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you know, you uh, are one of the foremost pub crawlers of Billings, Montana. T tell us about your, your how you operate in, in the bars. Oh, excuse me, uh, Tasha. You, mm -hmm. you would probably like to ask Space Pimp the question. <laughs> I got um, Oh, we got a lady on the phone. All right. How's it going tonight? It's going good. Do you All like right. to party, I hear, in Billings? There's a lot of partying to be had in Billings. All right. Yeah, party. That's what I do <laughs> every night right here in B-Town, the Billings. All right. Oh, God. All right. Thanks, Dave. Uh, Tasha, I've, I've got... Uh, i got to go. i got to go party. Woo! Bye. 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 See ya. I've got Mark Sanchez here. He's he's uh, wants to talk to you. Ha! Ah, Mark Sanchez here. Tyro, Hi, put him on this... What? No, I don't, you don't ask me nothing. I tell you everything and then don't ask you again. Oh. Then I tell you what I'm telling you and then you don't tell me anything I don't tell you. That's what I'm doing here. So I'm trying to get through to you people. You just don't listen when I'm listening to you telling me what I'm doing to tell you what I'm doing. That's enough of that. And that Bob brings me in here. I hate hate having to work for him. Every time thinking beer and cigarettes good enough for me, it's not. It's good enough for me when I got beer and cigarettes, and that's what I want. And I'm out of here. Bye. You know, uh, Mark Sanchez uh, also likes a uh, 
an alien product called Vril Batteries. I'm sure he could tell you how he likes Vril Batteries. Would mm-hmm. you tell us, Mark? I told you I was leaving here. I got nothing nothing to do with these Vril Batteries that power up everything I love. With the zombies coming, I need to blast them. Don't blast them. They don't work. Don't buy Vril Batteries. I love Vril Batteries. You need to buy them. Okay. We will buy them. You better not. <laughs> but make sure you make a purchase. Okay. I'm out of here. This beer is warm. Okay. I'm out of here. Uh, yes. <laughs> Do you have another particular character you would like to question, Natasha? Um, how about Freezer Burn? And. Oh. <laughs> He's still on his way. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, it's, it's sort of cold and uh, difficult where he lives. Yeah, let's go with Bob of Bob's Republic. This is Bob. What? How can I help you? Hi, Bob. How are you tonight? Well, if I knew that, uh, we'd both be millionaires. But I don't <laughs> know that. But I'm willing to deal with anyone. What do you have to trade me? Um, I'd give you a beer. Well, how are you going to send it from Fort Worth? I hear that you live on it. You not only live away from Montana, but you live 70 years in the past. How are you going to That's transport true. the beer? Let's be serious. That's true. I don't know. Niles, do you have any suggestions to getting the beer to Bob? Well, I do well, have a suggestion. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Niles, do you have a, a suggestion that you would like to direct to, to Bob of Bob's Republic? I can't think of one right now. You know what I really need? What? If you're going to give me beer, there's one way to do it. You've got to fly to Billings, Montana. Mm-hmm. You've got to go seven miles off on Grand, go just right. past the railroad tracks, and then you need to uh, you need to dig a deep hole, approximately mm-hmm. six feet deep. Right. And what I would like is... I want you to bury uh, several cases of beer, and I would say 100 uh, rolls of toilet paper. Okay. In the future, that is going to be like gold. And here's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I've got gold and silver that I will have in that hole for you. Okay. So it's, uh, this is a trade. This is a deal. Okay. This is how Bob Bob's Republic operates. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait a second. you got gold there right now? That's what you're saying. You have gold there right now. Why am I getting paid in beer and cigarettes if you have gold there right now? I think Bob just left. Uh, Bob uh, Bob doesn't have any comments to that sort of agitator. (laughs) To me, that that type of person that agitates like that is a socialist, and I would not allow them within Bob's Republic. I'll tell you that right now. Oh my goodness! So no Obama. Who? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now do you want to take the next uh, question? My, my turn. All right. So, uh, what major difficulties has Zombie Sex Bar had to face in developing uh, and producing its post-apocalyptic vision of the future? And how have these problems shaped the story? Well, I'll be honest with you. We are low budget. That doesn't mean that we don't use money on occasion if the Mm -hmm. situation warrants it. Uh, 
mainly our, our main thing is uh, we've needed more female characters to round out the parts. And uh, one of them is critical. Maybe one of your listeners out there will hear this. We need a, uh, I don't mean this in any demeaning way, we need a trophy blonde for the hedge fund manager. That's not creepy. <laughs> not at all. That's not creepy. Uh, we're, we're just going to pick her up from the airport and take her out to Prototopia, an invented place we've made. But it's not creepy. It's not creepy at all. <laughs> took a long time for them to get me here. They are pretty creepy. They look like they will continue to a basement. Pretty sure. In fact, I'm still not sure I'm safe. You're in a basement right now. I am. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, well, we, we've, had, uh, we've had some women actors that expressed interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, until they met you. Until they met me. Either me or right. it's, either me, it's either me that's the problem or Matt. It's a deal breaker. It's a deal breaker. <laughs> Is there any particular reason why your trophy wife has to be blonde? Why not a redhead or a brunette? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that that, that yeah. does seem rather suspect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there was a special on blonde wigs, and there were only five ninety five at the wig shop. So uh, I said, well, what the heck? This isn't demeaning anyway. I'm getting a blonde wig for five ninety five. So that's my thinking on it. Yeah, so the actress doesn't actually have to be blonde. <laughs> no, she just has to be able to stretch her role right. by wearing a wig that's blonde. That's by all. wearing a blonde wig. Okay, I gotcha. So we've had uh, a, a, a couple of women actors uh, that uh, don't live in Billings, so they're not able to get here all the time. Mm-hmm. And one of them showed up. They didn't know what part they were going to do. Um, and uh, before the day was through, um, we had videotaped, we had produced a, a real attack on Prototopia mm-hmm. where uh, flying heads on flying saucers were killing everyone with uh, ray guns. Mm-hmm. And uh, Grace was the, the actress in this, and she did a great job of being blasted by the, the ray guns and, and dying a tragic uh, swan death mm-hmm. in, in the scene. But we, we need more critical scenes like that. Uh, and we want to. The problem is in, in writing, we've been limited to male actors, so I've had to write parts mm-hmm. for male actors, and I want to expand okay. to write in female, female parts. Well, Ever? here's an idea. Why don't you have Matt dress up as a woman and wear the blonde wig? We, we, we actually have an idea very close to that where mm-hmm. I, my character actually uh, becomes gay and dates uh, Kirk's character because he's willing to. <laughs> to wear anything for beer and cigarettes. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. I'll put on, I'll, I'm straight, but uh, I'll put on a dress. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, why not? Hey, it's fun sometimes. He, he does have a very large beard. So <laughs> that might all, be a problem. It might throw off the audience <laughs> just a bit. The bearded lady, yeah. All right. I won't shave it. Okay, that's cool. All right, what, in your opinion, are the most positive characters you have developed, and who are they? And why why do you think they're popular? Well, uh, we uh, to 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 build up and advertise zombiesexbar.com. Uh, we've done a, a series of, of bar crawls where we where I've made a bunch of posters of the characters. And the first time we went out, we sold them for a dollar each, and we sold like thirty of them. There was a there was a mm-hmm. real hunger 
for bizarre characters on posters. We dress up, too, when we go out as our characters. That's correct, too. And the first time we went out, the, the character that shined and really uh, caused an audience stir... That was being thanks. ...was <laughs> Rot Rat. <laughs> she wasn't there on the first uh, pub crawl, but Space Pimp was. And I tell you, there no, there's no one that looks better and fills a, uh, a sober spandex suit better than Space Pimp. He attracts people. He really gets people excited and energized mm-hmm. to want to come out and meet him and see what we're doing. And Matt's so energetic when he goes out uh, for our mm-hmm. promotion that he just he steals the show almost every time because he's just so over the top. Right. Uh, but it does help. People, we've gone out for a couple other uh, pub crawls afterwards where some people recognize us again and will even be like, oh, it's zombiesexbar.com, guys. And that's what we want. <laughs> you know, we're just promoting yeah. our wares. For sure. We, we do need more beer and cigarette money. <laughs> oh, so, yes. We, yes. So let's, we get a lot let's of put that out the profit margin on those posters can pay for the night of going out in the first place. Then we broke yeah. even. Good. Yeah. By the way, we're putting our, our our special promotional posters, one of a kind posters on Zazzle. Yeah. Okay. We'll have we'll have some links out there on our website and also at facebook.com forward slash zombie sex bar, all lowercase. So okay, great. We're excited for that. All right, now I know we kind of got off script, but I think you have the next question. Yeah, I'm on track. Um, uh, so, Bob, uh, you say in the bio that uh, you're one of Montana's greatest undiscovered authors. What have you written, and how have you managed to keep it undiscovered? Uh, I, I found that it doesn't take any particular uh, talent to write, and I certainly was not. Li- I was lacking in talent as far as business promotion and marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be successful in the writing business, you've got to have marketing savvy. But I mainly liked uh, writing. I, uh, the books I've written, I wrote uh, Monkeys with Guns. I've written uh, More Monkeys, More Guns. Then I was in Slovakia for a year, and I was working there, and uh, didn't, I had a lot of spare time, so I wrote Badass Wyoming, which is a story about a uh, fictitious college simil- similar to the one that I work at, but mm-hmm. diverse enough so you can't identify any of the characters. So. Um, I got some, uh, you can actually see these books on Amazon.com, and okay. um, the, the responses to them were mixed. Uh, okay. so, uh, some of the responses were, this is the most vile book I've ever read. <laughs> I think the exact description was something like, uh, vile things described in vile language. I think that, but that person said, but the, you have... The, the, but they, they, they still bought the sequel. They bought the sequel, oh, yeah. and, and they, they said, uh, but the, the prose is beautiful. It's too bad that this person used their talent for such a distorted end. <laughs> but actually, the, the, the book that, uh, that I have the only copies of... Mm-hmm. I don't wouldn't call it a vile. I would call it highly profane, and that is uh, the first book I wrote when I was in college. And I was so uh, taken by Henry Miller and uh, mm-hmm. his books 
that I said to myself, I, I, I couldn't live without writing a, uh, a uh, parody of his book. So I wrote Tropic of Canada, which is a, st a story of, uh, of, of, of two men who are trying to, to survive by writing. But they, uh, they, they write up a contract. If they die on their trip, the other one gets the insurance money. So uh, they go up to Canada, and they, uh, they, they, you know, they're trying to kill each other. But unfortunately, they're, they're, they're captured by, uh, by uh, a team of Canadian uh, uh, sexual predators. So that's, that's the basis for the book. Uh, and uh, it, it's fairly funny. Uh, and all my books are uh, mm -hmm. uh, comedic and satirical in nature. So. Okay, well, go to, go, go to Amazon and check it out. Now, Bob, when you write, do you write for yourself or do you write thinking about, I mean, some people when they write, they, they do, they write for themselves. Um, but do you do that? I mean, do you do it for yourself or do you do it with an audience in mind? I would have to say that uh, that audience is usually the last thing in my mind. Um <laughs> The audience is limited. The the people that actually know some of the characters in my books, like Monkeys with mm -hmm. Guns, right. uh, one of them read the book and couldn't put it down. They they, they read it until 3 o'clock in the morning, and they were laughing so uh, in such an uproar that uh, the, the the man's son thought he, he had gone insane. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> at least with a rather limited audience, I got the response I wanted. Yeah, that's... I'd like to add that what, what I what I've seen for Bob maybe not just in his writing uh, on his novels, but also because I do the screen adaptations is that I, I'd call him the new Andy Kaufman, where wow. uh, the the whole joke as long as he laughs, right. <laughs> then, then he's done the right thing and instead yeah. of uh, playing to an audience and that and that's where I where I uh, modify things so it'll it'll play well. Yeah. I've got a copyrighted expression that's called Andy Kafkaesque. So oh, okay. we got Kafka and Kafka. Yeah, we got Kafka, Kafka and uh, and uh, Andy Kaufman. So it's a nice, nice mix. Yeah, definitely. It sounds like you guys collaborate well together. Um, I wanted to ask you. I mean, I guess zombies are really popular right now. If you look at shows like The Walking Dead and. Um, it sounds like there's kind of an element of like I don't know if you ever watched the show called Fringe, but I kind of with the uh, the time jump and everything, it it kind of has elements of that too. And you probably never you probably don't watch The Walking Dead or Fringe. Oh, I I, I do both, and I I agree. I think it yeah. is like uh, meshing the two together. It's a lot of sci-fi mm -hmm. and a lot of the zombies put together, the apocalypse as well as well as something back and forth from the future. I think you're. I think you. I think you hit the head right on the nail there. Just, oh. There's a lot of cheese. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of cheese. I'm yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Throw a lot of cheese on top of that, and you got it. The the, right. the other thing is we we've uh, Bob and I have come up with ideas after uh, days uh, sitting at Prototopia watching the fish pond, mm -hmm. and we've come up with some great ideas that uh, I, I'm I'm just too scared to discuss. I think AMC or something might just suck them right out they of it might, might. a huge writer cruise and take them. But uh, we actually have some ideas that I don't think have been seen in any movie ever. Mm -hmm. And wow. uh, those will be produced this summer. Okay, well, that's exciting. All right, well, now let's, uh, let's do, well, first of all, 
Let me just, let's do one more zombie sex bar question, and then we'll do our random questions, okay, now? Um, and Niles, would you like to ask the last question? Sure, I'll ask it. Um, so what are your uh, immediate plans for zombie sex bar? Uh, well, uh, what we're uh, attempting to do is to gear up for our uh, first Kickstarter project. Uh, we're hoping to uh, make enough money on that to be able to uh, fund uh, Matt uh, and his editing in, in the uh, the conversion van. But uh, we're uh, we're also collaborating with Tara, who's who's here. She's Rat, rot Rack, and we're uh, we're gonna. There's a zombie prom this Saturday, and we're going to be trying to get mm-hmm. as many of those zombies as we can to Prototopia because we're going to green screen them and actually put them into the production. So uh, this weekend could uh, prove uh, very important to our production and uh, could uh, supply us with uh, enough actors so, so we can do some pretty good scenes. Yeah, our zombie prom has uh, more than doubled last year, and I know we had over 300 guests last year. So and they all dressed up. So to see that kind of horde come out is pretty mm-hmm. impressive. And uh, some of the makeup that's been done, you just gotta see because a few of us do some tremendous work in makeup. So mm-hmm. you, you just gotta log on and see that. That's gonna be some really good work. Yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's something I think the big production houses use a lot of CG for. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, it's gonna be all us, baby. It's gonna be all real people. <laughs> all uh, you know. Real effects. You know. Okay, and we're excited to see that. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Is that Bob or Matt? Oh, that was Matt. <laughs> oh, I was just saying that, that we're just trying to get the real effects out there, not. Yeah, not, this not is CG. all us. You're not going to see any special effects. This is all us. I, I want to say none. Well, I mean, <laughs> as far as our zombie makeup goes, the 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 makeup and the and the characters are going to be real. I'm not going to say anything about that, but as yeah. far as us zombies go, it's mm-hmm. it's us. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's going to be pretty pretty good. Um, I actually have learned, and I actually have a makeup kit from the Walking Dead makeup cast, Andy Schoenberg. Oh, um, neat. actually <laughs> taught us a lot, or taught me a lot on how to do stuff, and I actually have his makeup kit. So, speaking of The Walking Dead and some of your characters coming up, um, yeah, we I think we've learned from the best. That's great. Maybe you guys should try out for Face Off. Yeah. I'm trying to get you on Sci-Fi, I guess. I don't know. Like, I know, stuff. right? You are pushing that. <laughs> Actually, on one of our pub crawls, we went with uh, another friend. He's not here today. Um, Gary... Oh, yeah, Gary Busby, he does really excellent makeup, too. And uh, he's going to help us out, and he's had um, some stuff done with Norman Reedus, I understand. Nice. Um, yeah, we're moving up here. Gotta like the Norman. Oh, God, yes. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. It can't happen all in Georgia, right? I mean, at some point it's got to go north, right? Yeah, I think. All right, well, we have some random questions for you, and uh, then we're going to let you guys go. Niles, would you like to start, ask the first question? What's your favorite (laughs) Disney princess? Oh, I'll answer that. I think it's our uh, actor, Kirk. (laughs) I am my own princess. All the footage is still locked 
deep in the Disney vault, but someday they might release it. <laughs> okay. I'm excited for that. Oh, my God. Cinderella better look out. Um, okay. How about, let's see. Matt, you answer this one. What's the last song you couldn't get out of your head? Last song I couldn't get out of my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that. I th- I think it's that tone that keeps playing every time we try to contact the white hole of the future. Just that pops <laughs> in my head, and sometimes I pass out, wake up, and I'm like, "Is it? Is, was it that sound playing again last night? I, or was it the beer? I I don't know." Yeah, FDA approving. We're still waiting for that. By the way, is, Tasha, I I can yes. send you that as a screensaver. Oh, wonderful! Please. <laughs> Would make my day. I. What about the freebie? Freebie. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know the freebie. That's good. Yeah, that's great. That's the that's the broadcast signal of the future. Uh, of course, it's free, uh, but it's only free depending on if you participate in the production. Great. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. All these catch twenty two. Now, why don't you ask Tara the next question? Yeah, all right. Uh, 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 is there anything you'd rather be doing right now? <laughs> um, I'm a little, yeah, I'm a little scared and I'm peeing a little, but um, uh, I'm actually missing a class for this interview. Um, oh, wow. So I'm missing my jiu-jitsu class, so um, if, I don't know. I might have to come down and break some shoulders if I, uh-uh. if I don't get a All right, guys. Well, listen, we really appreciate you guys taking the time to chat with us. Um, Oh, oh, wait. uh, I think I hear somebody coming. That might be our other actor. I think they wanted at least a second here. Okay. Zombies are coming. Hello. (laughs) What is that? is that frostbite? Uh, tell him that the door is not locked. It's just a knob. The idiot. experiment in the state. God help us all. <laughs> hey, is that the kids upstairs? Tell Let the neighborhood. Tell the neighborhood kids to stay out of here. Hush, <laughs> uh, it's just going to be a minute. Just, 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 just give me a minute.
disappeared, Niles. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're gone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess they they went into the future, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was interesting, I have to say. Uh, yeah, that was fun. That was fun. It was fun. All righty. Well, uh, trying to think what's coming up on our next show. Okay, and when it is, I, I'm so prepared tonight, right? Um, I think our next show is uh, another zombie show uh, with Mike Mundy, who played a zombie on The Walking Dead. And I believe that's May 28th at 8 Eastern Standard Time. So we're going to talk to him and find out what it's like to be on the set of The Walking Dead and to play a zombie. So I guess it's our our theme this month is zombies. What do you think? Yeah, that's Yeah. So. And then Jane's going to rec- return in June. She's been having some health issues and not feeling really well. We really miss her. So she's going to be back. And um, I think Allison Burnett will be returning to the show to dis- discuss his movie, Undiscovered Girl. And that's a book, Miles, we should read, Undiscovered Girl. That's it. After we read the book we just ordered, we need to read Undiscovered Girl. I think you'll really yeah, like it. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Well, I really appreciate you uh, filling in for Jane. And uh, it's All right. Uh, I'm going to go get yeah. some food because I'm hungry. Hello. Yeah, that sounds good. You uh, you enjoy your supper. <laughs> okay. Well, I will talk to you later, and we All will right. see you guys next time. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye, 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 Niles.